0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear friends in Christ Jesus, and welcome to Thursday in the twelfth week in ordinary time of the church this year. Today being the 24th day of June 2021, we celebrate the solemnity of the nativity of John the Baptist. Let us call upon God that he may grant us the gift of his spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. O oh, come, oh, come, Holy Ghost come, O oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Beloved children of God, the title of my sermon, my homily today is, Created for a purpose, chosen for a mission. Created for a purpose, chosen for a mission. Dear children of God, Every created person, every human person in the world is created for a purpose and is chosen for a mission. The man whose nativity will celebrate today, John the Baptist, was a young man whom God created for a specific purpose and chose for a particular mission. Like John the Baptist, like Jeremiah, like Isaiah, like Jesus Christ, like Samuel of old, we are all individually created by god for a particular purpose and chosen for a specific mission in god there is no room for born by mistake god did not create anyone by chance there is no one whose conception came to be by chance yes some parents may not have been prepared for a particular child because they were not ready for consumption at the time but even when such a child was conceived in out of a mistake and all of that by accident according to human judgment and by chance it is not for god because god has the power to have prevented the conception if he didn't will it. So no matter the circumstances that led to the the, the conception of any person, always remember that such a person was conceived for a reason. God created that person for a purpose and for a mission. And that the implication of this is that we must always learn to treat everyone with reverence, with respect, with love, and with affection for for everyone created in this world god was already prepared for such a person's conception and coming into the world. We must also recognize this fact and appreciate our lives and our existence. No matter the circumstances surrounding our lives, we must never live in regret coming into being but live in gratitude to God who has given us the privilege to be created for a purpose and to be commissioned and chosen for the mission, namely to share in the mission of his beloved son. Now, the young man will celebrate today, John the Baptist, is an epitome of an example of one created for repurposed and chosen for a mission. And the purpose and mission for which God has created us primarily is to save souls. God says to Isaiah in the first reading today that from the womb I chose you, I called you. I set you aside to be my servant. And the very purpose for which God has set him aside to be his servant is to save souls. And like we saw also in the second reading, God chose um, Jesus Christ from the root of David to come into the world to save us. And this he did using John the Baptist as a precursor. Preparing a people worthy for the Lord, giving the baptism of repentance, that the people may be worthy of their for, of their Savior and the Messiah Jesus Christ, who has come to offer humanity re- redemption, salvation, and God's mercy and love. We are therefore. Chosen by God, given our respective missions, our respective states in life, our respective careers and occupations, we are all called. Given our respective levels of wealth, acquisitions, knowledge, and all of that, even our gender are all a given for to see to it. That we are able to accomplish our mission in this world. Are you a lawyer? Are you a medical doctor? Are you a military person? Are you a politician? Are you a priest? Are you a bishop? Are you whatever position you occupy in the world? Whatever gender you may be. Are you a young lady? Are you a young man? Are you married? Are you single? Are you a parent? Are you a child? A student? A teacher? A lecturer? God has given you that position. Are you so wealthy and powerful do you feel so poor and incapacitated whatever your situation is it is ordained by god that you use that to bring about the salvation of people so our life should be a way a light to the nation drawing people nearer to god and making them more the children of god and less the children of the devil and making them becoming participants in the kingdom of God, even right from this world, so that at the end of their sojourn, they will be worthy to see God face to face, of course, through our instrumentality. But we cannot do this except we are able to humble ourselves and allow God's way to prevail in our lives because without humility, we'll forget that God has chosen us for a mission and we are going to give account to him at the end of our sojourn in this world. If we don't have humility, we will not know when we will begin. To lord it over others as though we are the gods ourselves. We are not God unto others, we are servants of God created for the singular mission of bringing people into the loving mercy of God and safeguarding their salvation. Dear children of God, in this very mission also, will have the feelings of inadequacies and limitations like Jeremiah will say in the first uh, chapter of the book of Jeremiah. You know I'm a little boy, I cannot speak. God will always give us the strength, God will always give us the grace to do that which is meant to bring about our saving others and drawing them close to God and by so doing, fulfilling our mission and acting out our purpose in life. Dear children of God, Yes, you don't need to be greater than what you are now to fulfill the mission, the purpose, the me, the will of God for your life. Yes, begin to do something just the way you are with what you have and um, with the circumstances of life that uh, comes your way. Every situation in life is an opportunity moment to praise God and to draw others nearer to God. Don't, you can't wait for when things get better. You can't wait for when you get married. You can't wait for when you get a job, when you get a better a promotion, when you are wealthier, when you are more beautiful or more handsome, when you get more education. No, the way you are is already good enough for God to use you because God uses not the strong but the weak. He perfects us in our, our imperfection through his own perfection. That is why with all the atrocities... David committed, God still allowed the Savior to come from him because he repented, he trusted in the mercy of God, and he continually followed the will of God. And so God said, It is in David that he is well beloved. You know, dear children of God, God does not encourage us to live in sin, but at the same time, He doesn't encourage us either to allow the mistakes of our past, you know, imprison us and make us captives. We must break loose of the sins of our past, of the experiences of our past and then live beyond our limitations of course being strengthened and encouraged by the grace of God and by the perfection of God Again, also, like we saw in the gospel reading, John was given birth to and named according to that name that was already ordained for him before his conception. This is to show that the parents of John recognizing the fact that Jesus, I mean John, was created for the purpose and a mission, they needed to keep to the identity with which God has already identified him before his birth. Name is what identifies us, name is what god gives defines us we must always be careful as parents and as a people the name we take the name we choose for ourselves or for our children and our world the name must help the child to recognize the purpose for which god has created him or her and the fundamental are the basis Of all our missions and purposes in life is the salvation of souls, bringing others to God. The name we give must always remind us this. In the cause, Of doing our mission and fulfilling our purpose in life, we will come across challenges and difficulties. This is because we must always pay a price for doing that which is the will of God. John the Baptist paid the ultimate price of bearing witness to Jesus Christ by spilling his blood as a matter. When we live our lives, you know, receiving and accepting the sufferings of Jesus Christ gladly through our sufferings we are purified and made perfect and God also gives us the ultimate reward of those who have paid the ultimate price of bearing witness to him so when we go through challenges in life we are not to be discouraged it doesn't mean that God has forsaken us or abandoned us because he promised Isaiah in the first reading today and he promises all of us that he will always be with us. He is hiding us in his hand. He protects us. He shields us and that we go through challenges. Things are not perfect with us. We lose our job. We may not have um, all that we want. We are childless. We are uh, having crisis in our marriage and all of that. These don't mean in any way that God has abandoned us or forsaken us. If we continue to remain with the Lord and do his will, we always live to give testimony for the great thing he's going to do in our lives and in our midst may god give us the strength and the grace always to be intent to be consistent and persistent in doing his will so that at the end he will also glorify us as those who have fervently lived according to his will and fulfilled our missions in life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.